Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Jordan Roscoe of Unique Pro Media, an agency serving local home improvement companies with premium web design, SEO, and lead generation via digital advertising. Hey, welcome to the show, Jordan. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. So, uh, so welcome. Yeah, Can you expand more here. on that? Can you tell us more about you know, who it is that you serve and you know, where your business actually is today? Yeah, sure. So uh, located in South Central Pennsylvania, I grew up in the trades. Uh, I actually worked on power lines for about a decade before I launched my agency. And just knowing that language and speaking, you know, being able to speak fluently to folks in the home improvement in the home improvement trades, that's where I felt most comfortable when I first got started. So you know, it's become a it's become a passion of mine mm. to be able to help these small business entrepreneurs, and some are you know beyond well beyond what would classify small business. Uh, just help them grow and thrive, and really kind of smooth out that trajectory towards success, and eliminate the peak and valleys. And growing up with small business entrepreneurs as parents, my stepfather yeah. is uh, is uh, was and still is a small business entrepreneur, carpenter. Um, custom kitchens and bathrooms, right? So I, I lived, I lived through that, and it was we had peak and valley years, right, where it was feast or famine, or your, you know, your mm-hmm. flush or your or your flop. Uh, so if I could just make impact in that way and help some of these businesses that don't necessarily understand the skill set that I have and how to deploy that, smooth out their trajectory and and start to ramp up their business, grow and expand. If I can be the guy that helps them do that, then I'm doing meaningful and purposeful work, and that's very fulfilling for me. Nice. Dude, I love that. I mean, so you've had that firsthand experience as, as a kid, seeing the peaks and troughs, the roller coaster of the entrepreneur, the, the small business. And you've kind of turned that into your passion of, damn it, I don't want other people to go through this because there's entirely a way to help these businesses to find the way to have this consistency coming to their business. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of fun too, right? So you get to make friends along the way and being in a small town, you know, as I look out the windows here, it's, I grew up here. So I get to, you know, I get to work with people that the, the last names I've known just growing up, right. In sports and their, and their kids. And now I get to, you know, I get to interface with them on a professional level and, and watch them thrive and grow. And it's, it's really cool to be able to, to operate as a small business owner myself in a local setting and have, significant impact right and then have a reputation and it's just it's really cool i don't just work with clients here locally work with clients all over but 
this is where I do my best work. This is my passion project is right outside these doors is to go out and, and work with these businesses and help them grow and thrive and do things that they didn't think were originally possible. So that's, again, it's just really fulfilling work and meaningful. Hey, man, I love that. But how was your transition? Because, hey, you, from power lines to agency owners, like, holy crap, that's a that's quite a shift. So what was it that prompted you to be like, that's what I want to do? Yeah. Yeah, it's a fair statement, right? Climb out of a bucket truck and into the uh, into an office or into the seat right in front of a microphone. Um, so in in my in my career, I just wasn't surrounding myself with people that were helping me remove ceilings, right? So I definitely had my growth potential and my income potential and all those things had low ceilings on them because of it was me, right? And and the the choices that I made. And the people that I decided to surround myself around and basically just hit a low point, right? I finally was at the bottom looking up and I, I just didn't like who I was becoming. And really what the beyond that, the next like the kicker to really or the next catalyst to this reaction was I wanted to have more time with my grandmother. as She was in her final year, uh, really struggling with dementia, Alzheimer's. Um, it was a relationship that I really valued and, and in powerline work, you're never home. So, you know, my wife mm. and kids never saw me. I was in uh, overtime all the time, you know, 16 hour days, seven days a week. So I knew that unless I made very radical change in my life, I wouldn't be able to have an impact on seeing my family inside of my household, much less be able to be useful to my grandmother as she was preparing for end of life. And you know, I, I'm in her home now, we were able to, I was able to make these changes. And I was able to get my agency started, I was able to exit my nine to five, and I was actually able to bring my office into her home. And while we had visiting angels, and, you know, some care, some other, you know, folks here during the day to help care for her, I was able to be here with her for the last year, and then all the way into her final moments. Um, so I had a lot of purpose to get out. However, it did have an expiration date, right? It, it did have an mm -hmm. end an end date. So, but it's all, it was all hard. Like I wanted to change myself. I knew I wasn't, I wasn't realizing my greatest potential and I had maximized, even though I didn't like who I was becoming, I had maximized my potential as alignment, right? There really wasn't anywhere left for me to go. I might've been able to hit like one more rung on the ladder from lineman to foreman. And it just wasn't, it just wasn't what I was built to do. Right. It wasn't, that wasn't the dream for you, right? No, no. So, so passion, you said that passion, purpose, so you start off this this episode by talking about you know the passion you have with your your clients, the difference that you make to people outside that window and internationally. Really, it started with the purpose with your family, the whole family that you are missing out on, and rather than just continue and struggle through and be like, "But I get to provide," there was more to it. And it sounds like you're given the opportunity, the space, the room, the environment to that safe space to build. So you took the opportunity when you, when you saw it, that couldn't have been easy. No, it was terrifying. Um, lots of, lots of sleep lost, uh, over that. So, and mm -hmm. you know, ultimately just to be completely vulnerable in during that change and that it, during that transition, it wasn't like I just flipped the switch and I said, well, I'm not going to be alignment anymore. I'm going to be an agency owner. I was I was wearing all the hats, right? I was wearing a hard hat. I was wearing the hat of a business owner. I was, you know, wearing the hat of a student, right? While I was working on power lines. So I had to, I had to exit that, that crowd of people that I had around me, they didn't know how to react to that. 
So admittedly, because we are all nature or um, creatures of habit and we're all just, uh, we have conditioning, right? We have the conditioning. We have our those mindsets that are just installed in us. I was going to stay in that role until it no longer made financial sense for me to be in that role, right? So because I was doing things so radically different than the rest of the people around me, they actually got rid of me. And thank goodness they did because I would have stayed a lot longer. I don't know if I would still be there now. It's, it's certainly possible. Oh, dude, you had that zone. excuse. You had the justification, the protection mode activated to be able to, once this happens, then I'll right. move. Put that in place rather than taking it by the balls and saying, I want this. I need to do this. So thankfully, the universe, God, source, whatever you believe in, had your back. And with a nod and a wink was like, okay, if you can't make this step, I'm going to make it for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, it wasn't a nudge. It was uh, literally a boot in the back. Like you're done here and you're going to the next phase of life. So I am extremely grateful for that. I was very upset and I was playing the blame game for a while. I couldn't believe yeah. that, you know, somebody, they would get rid of somebody like me who had committed the last 10 years to, I mean, I committed my entire self, everything, right? I was Mr. Reliable. I was great at my job. I loved it. And I my hat is off to anybody that is in trade work now that's potentially listening to this or ever has been, I have utmost respect, especially for linemen and the, and the shit that you deal with, uh, in that trade. So in no way am I, you know, putting a, a shadow on that or casting any negative, um, any negative energy that way. It, it just, it wasn't for me anymore. Right. So, yeah. I'm I think it's about following your intuition and following what's, what's true for you because there are jobs out there that some people love and some people hate. Kudos to everyone. If you've got your passion, you love it, and it works for you, great. But I love that your story is one of, okay, there is this area, and it wasn't for me, and I couldn't find my way out. I knew there was a better way. And you get to shine the light and wave the flag and say, hey, guys, if you only just take those steps, there's something beautiful on the other side of what you actually do want. Um, that's huge. That's motivating. Um, yeah. And it's, it's fucking scary. But yeah, yeah, exactly. It's terrifying. But it uh, it's real, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's absolutely real. I don't have any formal education. I have I have specialized skills. Mm -hmm. And I have uh, an unwavering commitment to realize my greatest potential. Right? And I just right, allow myself. You, know, you got a special set of skills. To, yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just about giving yourself the space and surrounding yourself with people that actually believe what you believe. Right. All right. Well, let's let's fast forward to today because obviously you've been through this huge transition and you've been able to make it work and change a lot of businesses and people's lives along the way. So what are you facing right now, which is the sort of next level challenge as you scale, as you grow your own business? Yeah, it's it's finding others that are that intimately connected to purpose in ways that I am. Right. And trying to bring them into my organization so that way we can collectively serve and execute that vision to provide mm -hmm. a premium service and provide a premium impact, right? A premium positive impact, if I can you know, describe it in that way, so to say. Right. I want to have a, a very positive impact on anybody that I come in contact with, even if that doesn't mean that we end up in business together. I still want to serve at the highest level, even if we agree that right now is not the best time to do business, I still want to add more value than anybody else can and to to 
get connected with other people and bring them into my organization mm. that believe in that the way that I do is it's difficult. I'm definitely in my own way in some ways, right? And having well, doubt that they exist. But yeah, we were, that's we were joking offline talking about you know where you're at with the, the struggle to hire the right people that have your passion, that have your dedication. Um, I just want to take it on a slight tangent now. Is it with with your is it with the clients as well that they can't quite buy into the the gravitas, the weight of what you actually could help them to do? You want to help your clients see a bigger vision than maybe they see for themselves. Is is that also part of this? In some ways, yes, because not every not every business owner is has such a broad mindset or is so open to, you know, experiencing change in different ways, right? They all realize that change is inevitable. However, there are a lot of people that are very successful in business that still keep low ceilings on themselves because they're not willing to adapt their thoughts, mm. right? Or they don't have control of their thoughts or whatever the, you know, whatever the case may be there. So in some cases, yes, it could be the clients, but it's really more for me about having that trust and faith that someone else is going to with passion and purpose and authentically advocate for the mission of my brand and execute the vision of my brand. Mm. So what, what is the vision? What is the mission? What are the values that you uh, are non-negotiable with people that you want to bring on board? Is to, to serve authentically, right? First and foremost is to lead from the front and, and be a voice and a partner that people can really trust, right? It's not, necessarily about what we can do for you right now, but it's about what we can do for you in the long term and the value that we bring to the table as a trusted partner, right? Mm. I mean, you know, we're, we're may not make friends along the way and that's fine. So long as we are, you know, still providing positive impact, but we usually end up making friends along the way, right? Because we are passionately connected to the work that we are doing. Yeah, That's if you're aligned in that way, there is that connection, there is that mutual respect and desire that brings you together. So where would you say is the is the level of um, of team member, employee, partner that you're looking for that you struggle the most? Is it doing the work? Is it managing the work, managing the clients? Is it trying to allow you to step away and work on your vision? Where is that that you're looking at the most and where you're struggling the most? Mm. I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, that's a, that's a tough question, I guess, is I'm not looking in the right places more than likely. Right. So either not looking in the right places, you're not asking the right questions. You know, these are universally true. I don't know. It's, I don't put enough focus on it really is the, mm -hmm. is the, that's the stopping point is that I, I know it's going to be a challenge and yes, I would like to be able to take a step further back. Right. I think anybody in my position or in anybody that's ever been in business, you're always looking for a way to pull yourself up in the organization, right. And just continue to build your, your organization below you. I want to be able to do that, but I want to be able to sit next to somebody that aligns with me and, you know, work, uh, collectively and, and collaborate collectively as I pull myself up, right? I want to bring people up with me. I don't want to just pull myself up, you know, mm. alone, right? I don't want to reach up by myself. I definitely want to be bringing people up the mountain with me. So again, to find people that are ambitious and not just an employee, but a leader, I'm not so naive to think either that potentially in this search and, you know, it's possible to acquire someone that could become a better leader than me. And I am certainly mm. open to that, right? I may not be the best person to lead my company. 
And if there is somebody out there that can lead my company in a better way, like, please come, come get me. <laughs> yeah, because the vision is the thing, what your ecosystem, what your business does, if you can step away and it's still fulfill these clients and makes that difference in the world, you start to realize that's kind of the point. Stick with what your, where your passions are, where you're, what you're good at. Um, I think that's the, the curse of the entrepreneur. It's the struggle to hit that CEO status with that area. If you struggle, there's so much sort of people pleasing happening. There's so much struggle with what is the best thing to do? How do I do this? But I still want to be doing all this work and I still need to be doing this. And the, str the struggle is real of letting go of even the things you don't like, but it's your baby, it's your business. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Whereas, Especially when you've got this much heart in it, right? It's not, it's not just about what looks good on the book. It's about what we've done for people. We're in the people, yeah. you know, I'm in the people business first and foremost, digital marketing and lead generation and websites and all those other things are completely secondary, right? First and foremost, we're in the people business. It's all, this is all built on relationships and trust mm. and integrity and character, right? And leadership. So to have someone that just naturally aligns with those values, it's, Maybe it's not so difficult to find. Like I said earlier, probably not asking the right questions, probably not looking in the right places. Well, it might be. I mean, you mentioned focus. Focus is a huge aspect for a lot of people. They're not looking in the right place. They haven't got the right plans. They're looking not far ahead. Who knows where that, that focus is for you? Um, but ask the right questions. We can simplify the hell out of this. What do you want? What's stopping you? How do you overcome that? And then you work backwards. So what do you want? You want to find which level employee is it up alongside you? Is it one level down? Is it the one producing the designs and the marketing and the advertising? Where is it? What's stopping you? Hmm. And you'll find something. I'm like, cool, same question. So what do you want? You want to resolve that. What's stopping you? Eventually you'll hit the domino effect where you hit one thing they all start to fall, but it is a process to work through and, and see these things. And you know all the right things to say. You know that you might not be looking in the right place. You know what you might not be doing, but it's so tough to see our own blind spots, right? Yeah, absolutely. And as, I, as you're saying all this too, I'm just thinking about how I would dissect this for a client of mine, right? Like, let's go and let's let's set our focus over here to accomplish that, right? You reverse engineer the processes. Um, it was in that conversation this morning about how to attract good talent for, you know, laborers for this company. Like, well, let's go over here and look at where there already is good labor and take yeah. from that. Right. So it is, it is a process that I'm familiar with. I guess it's just being, giving myself the space to live into that. Right. Yeah. And assigning, and this is why signing attention to it. This is why the, the joke is, you know, but coaches need coaches and they also need coaches. Everyone needs a coach. You can't see your own bullshit. It's so hard. Luckily, I get to work and live with Katie, my, my co-coach. We can always bounce off and see where the other person is at. Now, from your perspective, to put this into your world, I truly believe that we all coach, teach, do what we need the most at a different level. But I hold that to be true. Therefore, to make it simplified for you, if you can put it back into what does your business actually do? How does it help people? What does it unlock with a, a blueprint, with a plan, highlighting where their faults are? If you use that same methodology for you and your business, well, one, you know that down to a T. Two, it might give a couple of glimpses 
And then you have to overcome the, the guilt and the blame. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. I should have known this. Ah, oh, I'm such an idiot. Overcome that and move through it. Now that is where the, the gold is. So I think you're on the right path. How can you apply what you do to your business, your hiring, your self-analysis with what you know? Um, that could be big. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's funny too, because we ask these questions all the time as marketing consultants and sales experts is, you know, what do you do and what problem do you solve for? And they're the same questions we need to be asking ourselves. And we're just so conditioned to ask that question outbound and not, it's not an internal question, it's an external question. Right. Yeah. So I definitely I, appreciate the the accountability there to to look inside and, and ask ourselves the exact same things that we ask of our clients is, you know, what do you do? Who do you do it for? And why? And I think it's, it's okay to not have the answers yourself because, you know, I know plenty of agencies that have hired other agencies to do their marketing, to do their designs because they're too close. They can't see it. Right. You're way too, you're the agency owner. You're way too close to this. It's yeah. so ingrained in your passion and your purpose that maybe there's too many questions to be answered, too many answers that you could give. Um, so creating that distance, I think that's one of the, the biggest and best things that you could possibly do. Um, and I hope this conversation has unlocked a couple of things where, oh, I made you think it's going to be interesting moving forward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's cool because we have those conversations with our clients, right? And it's, you just, you just gave that depth, right? That, um, what do you call those things that you make in school where you have the shoe box and you, you have a lens, basically you cut the hole and is it a diaphragm? that you look through and you have objects that seemingly get further and further away. And it just allows you to see perspective in terms of what's linear instead of okay. looking straight down on top, right? It's just, it's sort of the same thing as what's your, what's your perspective. If you're too, if you are too close, then you're not looking at it for what it really is. And we have a director of strategic brands and she goes through a guided process with our clients and helping them flesh out the purpose yeah. of their brand. And, and I've went through those exercises once. Right? It's yeah. something that we should probably be doing more and more of. And if anyone has not been through an exercise like that, where it really does go 10 levels below the surface to get connected to what the real purpose is, the real why, yeah. go do that. I invite you to do that because it's really eye-opening and it's really empowering to understand it at the level. It's there, it's in here, but to get it out on the table and like put it in writing and then, you know, build your brand around that. It is, it is really powerful. And I'm just in this conversation thinking, why am I not doing that on a much more frequent basis? Love that. Just write hey, yourself in it. Beautifully wrapped up. Love that. Hey, Jordan, thank you so much for playing along. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and your, your words of wisdom as they come to you in a moment. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. This is awesome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome. If you want to find out more about you and your business, where can they find you online? Yeah, visit uniquepromedia.com or come find me on LinkedIn, Jordan Roscoe official. That's where I'm pretty active on 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 LinkedIn. And if you're not active on LinkedIn, I invite you to do to do that as well. Grow your authoritative presence on LinkedIn. It can be a superpower for those of you that are in business. Awesome. Love that. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, man. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? 
we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.